Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, in the studio on a very cold Thursday morning. We finally got Ned thought out. <laughs> Took us five, five space heaters, but it worked kind of like uh, Frosty the Snowman, but in reverse. Well, I hope, hopefully uh, when I melt, it's not like Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a combination of Frosty and the Tin Man. All right, so World Cup Championship set, France and Argentina. I do have a similarity to the uh, the Tin Man, though. He needed oil, so do yes, I. Yes, oh, hell yeah. We, if you know Ned at all, you know he needs the oil for his squeaky joints. <laughs> that oil helps, too. <laughs> it's the only thing that does help. So anyway, who do you yeah, like, France? Yeah. Argentina. Well, it's a really great combination. It's the way it should be. You know, you have some of these foreign nations that are in there who have never been there before, and they're carrying on. And, hey, we're going to win the World Cup. These are two of the veteran World Cup teams and champions. France, which is in there and won yesterday, is the defending champion. They're the last ones to win a World Cup. It was in 2014. Of course, the, the next year was postponed because of COVID and so forth and so on. But France is in there, defending champs against Argentina, which is making its sixth appearance in the championship, and they have won it in the past. The way it should be. Two great teams. I don't know enough about soccer to pick a winner in this one. I'm not sure you can predict winners in anything. I mean, the game is you kick the ball and it goes in the net. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> anyway it'll be it, that's the World Cup, and the championship is Sunday, and then it's done for four years, and the next time, 2026, it is here in this country. It's, it's Actually, it's tri-hosted. It'll be United States, Canada, and Mexico, but most of the matches will be in the United States, and some of them, will, folks, will be at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. And you know, it doesn't matter who plays. Uh, maybe Croatia against Bugistan or something like that. They'll have 72,000, 73,000 in there for that. It, it, it's, it's big. It's kind of all over the place. I'm looking at the odds. Uh, France minus 120. So obviously Argentina plus 120. Could, I've seen it. It was plus 80, 185 too. So it, it's kind of varying a little bit, but in that range. But again, like you said, I don't know enough about soccer to really even I'll tell guess. You, the only thing I do know is that the Argentine team has on there one of the world's foremost and most publicized players, Lionel Messi. And he is a fine player. He but, is. But then again, Brazil had Pele playing for them all the time, and uh, they only won what won in 1962. It's a team sport, whether you like it or not. Speaking of which, there is American football tonight. Should be a pretty damn good game between the 49ers and Seahawks. Will be, and it's being played in Seattle this time. And, and you notice that Mike said American football. Yes, we do have to make a differential here because... Soccer is football internationally, spelled differently, F-U-T-B-A-L. But here in this country, we identify football with what's going to be played tonight. And San Francisco going up to Seattle is a pretty good game. Seattle's had a horrendous year. They still have the Chiefs to play. And the San Francisco 49ers did play the Chiefs earlier this year. I love this, too. And this is one of the reasons why I think the Chiefs have the best team in pro football. When they played San Francisco, and they still do, San Francisco has a number one defense. Kansas City scored 44 on that number one defense. They can play, and the Chiefs can play. 49ers can, too. They have Brock Purdy as their quarterback now. Purdy out of Iowa State University has come on in relief of Garoppolo. Uh, he, He can play. This will be a very good little matchup tonight. Sure will be, and uh, this means the start of the 
fantasy football playoffs this week in most leagues. Um, I got a buy. So I'm. You mean you were that good that you had a buy? Yeah, number one in the league. I only, I only lost one. Knock on wood. So uh, pretty strong team. But I had a conversation with one of the guys in the league yesterday, and and we've talked about it on this show a billion times. It all comes down to attrition. It does. I mean, you draft your uh, quarterback. uh, Well, see, that's the funny thing. I don't have the guys I drafted as my quarterbacks. I ended up someone dropped Fields in like week two or three. I picked him up, and then I picked up Geno Smith, who's actually had a pretty consistent year. He's been a pretty good backup when Fields went down and uh, was on the bye. So it squeaked me through. I ended up drafting Brady and Trevor Lawrence, and those guys were gone. They were just in mind. Yeah, they were awful. (laughs) So I dropped them as fast as I could. Uh, my running backs have been pretty good. My receivers have been pretty good. Tight ends kind of meh. I had Waller, but then he went down to IR. So You that... did luck out with Geno Smith. I'll <clears throat> tell you why, too. He's no kid. Geno Smith's been around forever and ever. Flown under the radar. He was a very, he wasn't a great All-America, but he was a very good college football player at West Virginia, but he's been kind of the second or third man on whatever team he's been on. Now it's Seattle. And he can, uh, but he can get in there and play, mm-hmm. and he can direct teams. Uh, he's he's a solid ball player. And it's it's crazy how fantasy football works because you just have these you have these weeks where you got guys that just blow teams out because of certain things. Like for example, the Cowboys getting twenty two points on defense last week. Like that won a game for someone. But at the same time, you know, it's like it really comes down to attrition. And if you play that waiver wire, so. But I've also, dude, I think last year I was like finished probably ninth or tenth in my league. So it just, you know, it happens. I've won and I've definitely lost. All right, college football season is over for the regular season until we get into the bowl game. So that means the NFL is free to play on Saturday. That starts this weekend. I know the Vikings are playing on Saturday. They are. They are. They have. They have a game. The one that I'm really interested in. And you're right. There are three NFL games on Saturday. And you made a very good point. When the college football regular season is over, then the NFL says, "Fine, we'll come in and play some games on Saturday." Regular season is over. Bowl season is not. But that doesn't count. Even though they are college games, that d- does not figure into the mix. There are six college football bowl games on Saturday, two on Friday night. Now, they're not necessarily the big-name games. That's not coming up for another couple of weeks. But the NFL will have three. The one that I'm particularly anxious to see is a big one. And it is the Saturday night telecast. And it is from Orchard Park, New York. It is the Buffalo Bills playing at home against the Miami Dolphins. Now, get this. <laughs> this is a Saturday night in December. It's like a boxing match. Oh, even more than that. It's outside. Folks, this is on the shores, the eastern shores of Lake Erie. The, the what are they called? The lake effect. Snow will be coming in. It'll be cold. I think the high temperature is going to be about 20, somewhere around there. This is Miami going up there to play? Oh, my goodness sake. Buffalo's used to it, but... It presents a very interesting circumstance. The one thing you can count on, the over-under will be about 15 degrees somewhere. <laughs> That's what they'll be betting on is the thermometer. Calling for snow on Saturday yep. in yep. Buffalo, a high of 32, low of 25. So it's going to be cold. And we'll see, because they're, you know, they're saying it's Tua versus uh, Josh and making a big deal about that. But it might be down to the run game that night. We'll see, man. But uh, we're definitely wearing our Dolphin hats on uh, Saturday night for sure. So there's one big-name free agent shortstop still without a team. 
Cardinals might be a possibility? I think it's possibility. Now, a reality that remains to be seen. The individual to whom you're referring is Dansby Swanson, who was with the Atlanta Braves last year, is now a free agent, All-American Vanderbilt when he played. Guy who has a pretty good pedigree about him. Is he a great shortstop? Yeah, he's pretty good defensively. Uh, has a sometimes bat, if that makes any sense. But he's been relatively inconsistent at the plate. Can hit the long ball, but then again, he has not really been what you'd call a clutch hitter. But anyway, Dansby Swanson is among those who's available. And yeah, the Cardinals allegedly are still in the running for a shortstop, but then again, I'm not sure they really are. They claim that they'll, if they can make a deal, fine, but if they, if it's going to be particularly expensive, no, they're not interested because they think they can make do with what they have. And I have to agree with that. Now, the Big, the real big name was Carlos Correa, who went to the San Francisco Giants yesterday for Boku Bucks. But Swanson will hang on with somebody. He'll he'll eventually sign. Don't, I really don't think it'll be the Cardinals, though. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And they've got some great guys coming up through the oh, system, gosh, I think. Yes. So we'll see what happens. Um, do you have some basketball on the calendar this weekend? Uh, Lady Panthers and Lady Bears are playing? They both are. They'll play on opposite days. The uh, Lady Panthers will play tomorrow morning and Saturday morning in Lakeland, Florida. Now, this is interesting because Division II teams, and Drury is a Division II team, are mandated by the NCAA to take seven days off during the Christmas season. So these will be the last games for the Lady Panthers, and the same with the Panthers, too. They play uh, early next week. Then it's seven days vacation, alleged vacation, and then they come back for the second portion of their season. But the Drury Lady Panthers, who are nationally ranked, they're a very, very good basketball team. They'll play Eckerd. A lot of folks are not familiar, but Eckerd is a very good school in Florida. And then they'll play Florida Southern on Saturday morning. Lady Bears play on Saturday afternoon, and they'll play at the Great Southern Bank Arena. They have a 1 o'clock game in the afternoon Saturday against Tennessee Martin. That should be a, a good game for the Lady Bears. They, they are coming back now, coming off a very big win over TCU. But both the college teams, the, 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 there's... Schedule's been kind of fragmented lately because of midterm examinations that have been going on. And this isn't just here. This is across the country. But now it begins to pick up, especially during the holiday season. And for teams like Missouri State and for Missouri, uh, the schedule gets a whole lot rougher. Missouri this weekend is down in Florida as well. They're they're going to Sunrise. Are you familiar with Sunrise? Sunrise is an enclave of Miami. Okay. And it's very, very nice. And the uh, Tigers are going to play Central Florida down there on Saturday. Then they get into the real meat of their schedule. Play Illinois in St. Louis, Kentucky in Columbia, followed by Arkansas in Fayetteville. Three, that's... A murderer's row right there. Yes, sir. And if you come out standing, then you might have yourself one hell of a team. So hopefully they can do just that. Uh, Ned, you have a wonderful Thursday. And we'll send you back out into the cold now. <laughs> Boy, it is cold. <laughs> <laughs>